welcome, and the Lord be with you, and grace and peace to you in the name of Christ our Lord, who calls us to worship on this Lord's day, now and always. We are a resurrection people, and we gather on the first day of the week, remembering that's when witness to resurrection was first offered by those women who faithfully went to the tomb and shared with us the good news he has risen, good news which is still as true today as it was then. So it is a joy to share with you, to share with you from Romans, the 16th chapter, in this time of worship. I welcome sharing this word, confessing our faith, and offering prayer. I invite us to share in this call to worship. Our world is not what we hoped it would be, but we boast in our sufferings. It feels like we have been in quarantine for years, because suffering produces endurance. And yet we know God is with us, shaping us, molding us, and endurance produces character. Even in our darkness, the light of Christ still shines, and character produces hope. Christ has been with us. Christ is with us. Christ will be with us. And hope does not disappoint. to go to God as we pray. Holy God and creator of us all, you never leave us without comfort. Because you are at work through your spirit, we know your desire for us is to know abundant life. 
thank you for the assurance of your love and the comfort of your presence. As we walk from day to day, reveal yourself to us, even as we work to keep your commandment, to love you, to love our neighbor as ourselves. In Christ we pray. Amen. As we prepare to hear the word of God from Romans 16, I invite us to pray. Lord, we thank you that you so graciously speak your word anew this day, that you pour your spirit upon us anew, and that you feed us as our desire is to know your presence, to know your word, to be sustained and inspired for this day and the days ahead. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. From Romans chapter 16, verses 1 through 16, we hear the word of our Lord. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deaconess of the church at Sencrae, that you may receive her in the Lord as befits the saints, and help her in whatever she may require from you, for she has been a helper of many, and of myself as well. Greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life to whom not only I, but also all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks. Greet also the church in their house. Greet my beloved Apinetus, who was the first convert in Asia for Christ. Greet Mary, who has worked hard among you. Greet Adronicus and Junius, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners. They are men of note among the apostles, and they were in Christ before me. Greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my beloved Stachys. Greet Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the family of Aristobulus. Greet my kinsman Herodian. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the family of Narcissus. Greet those workers in the Lord Tryphena and Tryphosa. Greet the beloved Persis, who has worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, eminent in the Lord, also his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brethren who are with them. Greet Philagalus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, the scripture from Romans 16 may not seem to be the most inspired of scriptures. It may strike us simply as a list of names. In fact, it may even remind us of some of those begats we read in our Hebrew scriptures, stuff that we may hurry through as we discipline ourselves to read through the scriptures throughout the year. We come to First Chronicles, for example, and those first nine chapters in First Chronicles, nothing but a list of so-and-so begat, so-and-so begat, so-and-so, and this list of names from Romans 16 may strike us with similar impact. But if anything reminds us of the importance of a name, it is our sacred scripture. We may recall the significance of certain names, may recall that Jesus is named Jesus because he will save his people. 
may remember that Jesus is called Emmanuel because Emmanuel, that name, means God is with us. Yes, we may remember that Scripture tells us that a name defines the character and essence of the one who bears that name. We know names are important. Especially in this setting in which Paul concludes his letter to the church in Rome. You see, as Paul lists these names, he is speaking of the body of Christ, he is speaking of those who are gathered within this community of faith in Rome, a community remembered, affirmed, celebrated, as Paul concludes his letter to the Romans, and as Paul expresses his hope to visit those within this community of faith. You see, this is how Paul ends this letter, perhaps by saving the best for last, by listing the beloved within this community of faith in Rome. Well, for those of us pastors who happen to be moving this year, I'm wondering if it would not be a honorable practice to write a similar letter. You see, I read these verses from Paul, and I think Paul has established a pretty good precedent for pastors and those within the community of faith. That precedent, that practice is that of, of naming you all, and by so doing, recalling the work that we have done together for the gospel of Christ. Consider all that you have done, and I invite you to remember your name. I invite you even to speak your name and to celebrate the work that is accomplished as these names are lifted to God, the work that has been done for the ministry of worship here at First United Methodist Church, Martinsville. Consider how you have supported that work of worship. And consider how you have supported the work of the missions in this uptown community and beyond, being a part of the United Methodist Church whose work and influence wraps around the globe. Speak your name and consider how you have supported the ministry of faith development here at the church through your support of small group ministries or your participation in small group ministries. Speak your name and remember how you have supported the work of evangelism for the sake of the gospel of Christ. Speak your name and celebrate the work you have accomplished as you have shared gifts of administration so that the many ministries of this church could be carried out faithfully and orderly and well. Do you see what your name witnesses to, how your name witnesses to these ministries being carried out for the sake of the gospel? Remember your name and speak your name and give thanks. You see, as we lift these names forward, they're not just letters on the page. They are names which carry stories, speaking of relationships that have been established, of a history we have shared, of those experiences that have blessed us and blessed many. Speaking your name speaks of the joys that we have shared, celebrated, or how we have come together in times of sorrow to be of blessing one to another. 
So Paul here, as he concludes his letter to this church in Rome, is affirming those with whom he has carried out the work of the gospel, and he's remembering faithfully, and he is honoring these persons, men and women, young and old, and he is celebrating the work they have accomplished so that Christ's name may be lifted above all other names. But Paul is also witnessing to this. He is compelling us to see that God is acting specifically in each of our lives, that God is blessing and gifting each of us for ministry, and that he is leaving no one out, and that there is no ministry too small to support the spreading of the gospel. Paul is saying that God is working in each of these relationships that has been born and grown, and that God is still at work in these histories that are unfolding amongst these within the church in Rome. And Paul's witness is not just limited to that time and place. You see, eight years ago, you and I did not know each other. We had not at this time met. And now we are at that point in our ministry together where we have a history. We have developed relationships. We carry sacred memories and stories. And we do well to lift each other's name in thanksgiving and gratitude. To witness to all that God has accomplished and all that God is still accomplishing. At this time, I wish to remember and celebrate my wife Paula. This is her last Sunday at First Church. And to remember in a similar fashion as Paul remembers those whose names he remembers in this scripture. You see, Paula has been very active in the life and ministries of this church. You all have meant a great deal to her as she has shared in the ministry of Vacation Bible School and fed many. Several years ago, we had local inmates that were at our lower warehouse, and these inmates were working with the Salvation Army in a Christmas project. And as Paula found out, these inmates were gathered there for a couple of weeks each morning. Paula took it upon herself to, upon herself to prepare breakfast for these inmates. She has been involved with the women's group, the Circle of Psalms, has participated in youth missions and youth retreats, has been a faithful teacher in the open arms class, has offered her gift of song in the choir, has helped feed the lunch bunch, and participated in prayer walks. And so like Paul, in remembering those within his community of faith in Rome, we may wonder, how can we not remember? And as we celebrate the ministries of Paula, offered to the glory of God by way of this church, we are remembering not just Paula, but each person within this community of faith who is given of the gifts that God has given to them for the sake of the gospel of Christ. Is there a better way Paul to end his letter. How do you end a letter? Is it not to affirm that 
every gift of each person within the community of faith is needed for the witness to the gospel? Is it not to celebrate every life that God has given to that community of faith? And is it not to witness to the fact that each of us is remembered unto God? And in all of this, God is glorified. In all of this, the body of Christ is blessed. You see, we witness to all that God has accomplished through this body that he has brought together, this body that he sustains each and every day. And we remember, to claim again the witness of Paul, that all the churches of Christ greet you. Thanks be to God. Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence you shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We are called to be those who ask and seek and adopt, those who pray without ceasing. And as we remember these words of Jesus, I will invite us to go to God in prayer as we share the prayers of the people. And I will conclude each petition of prayer with the words, Lord, in your mercy, and invite you to offer the response, hear our prayer. I will also observe after each petition a moment of silence, so you may speak the concerns you would like to offer. Let us pray. Lord, we come to you in prayer, grateful for each person within this community of faith, grateful for the gifts that you have given us, and grateful that you have brought about this community of faith, which is comforted, affirmed, and celebrated all that we were able to do for your sake. We pray your blessing upon us as we go forward in faith, and as you continue to pour your spirit upon us, to sustain us, to lead us into greater work for your sake. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we remember to you at this time those who are members of this congregation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we remember to you those who suffer and to those who are in trouble. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we remember to you this local community. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We remember to you, Lord, this world and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we remember to you your church, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, as we pray, we remember as well the communion of saints which surrounds us. This communion of saints which offers their voices along with ours, praying as Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever.
Thank you. 